Joel Embiid dropped a 70 piece on the San Antonio Spurs. Mm, mm, mm. You are locked on 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you make a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Mitch, last night, the 76ers defeated the San Antonio Spurs 133 to 123. But this but the story of the game was Joel Embiid scoring a franchise record 70 points. He did it on 24 of 24 of 41 shooting. He made 21 of 23 three throws. He had 18 rebounds, nine offensive, five assists, one block, one steal, and just one turnover. Now, first of all, I I, I didn't even introduce us, bro. I, I apologize. I'm Keith Pompey. This is my right-hand man, John Mitchell. I guess I got caught up in last night's game, whatever, and all, whatnot. But, yeah. Mitch, what did we witness last night? Man, we uh we witnessed a transcendent performance, man. You know, we were talking about this yet just yesterday that you know, oh, the Sixers might win, you know, they'll they'll cruise to victory, they'll they'll win by 10, you know. Uh, you know, and, and we'll get a chance to see the present and we'll get a chance to see, you know, NMB and we'll get a chance to see the future in Wemby. But man, what we saw was history, you know. We saw a guy. I mean, the Sixers have been around for 70-some years, you know, in, in Warriors, Sixers, whatever. And, you know, for this guy to go out and drop 70, an, an almost, it seems like an almost effortless 70, you know, mid-range, inside, over the head, not, no look, you know, dump over the eight-and-a-half-foot wingspan, whatever Wemby is. Uh, eight feet, was, yeah, eight-foot wingspan. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I watched the game with my mom. I'm, I said, man, I'm going to go see my mom this evening. So I drove over to West Philly to check out my mom. Mom's doing well? Yeah, she's doing good. And she she went, you know, she went to Brook with Will. She graduated from Will. You know, she grew up. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, my, my mother actually has letters from Will Chamberlain when he was in Kansas. They were that close. They were that close. And she stays in touch with the family. Uh, well, his sister out in Vegas. And, um, it was just, you know, just watching this guy do what he did so effortlessly, so casually. Mm-hmm. And, and, and might I, I might add, efficiently. Like, you know, he, if, if some guy, he, I mean, he was still looking to pass the ball while they were funneling him the ball, and rightly so, towards the end of the game. 
he was still looking to make passes out of the double team key. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's a sign of incredible, incredible maturity. Um, you know, it's, 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 you're almost at a, at a loss of words to describe the greatness that we saw yesterday. Um, and again, you, you know, stay healthy, Joel. <laughs> Good God almighty, stay healthy, man, and get to this postseason and put something on these people. Cause... Yeah, let me ask you a question, though. You said your mom went to high school with Wilt. Mm-hmm. You know, they, were, they wrote letters and, and whatnot while he was in Kansas. So that tells you she was, they, you know, close friend. Um, what did she think of the performance last night? Because <laughs> – she saw Wilt play. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. what did she think of the performance? Yeah, and my mom, she played she played at Cheney State. She okay. Cheney State. She played at the Christian Street. Why? I know I'm dating myself and dating my mom, but um <clears throat> she was amazed. She loves basketball and, and 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 we watch ball together sometimes. You know, and she'll call me when games are on. She loves Steph Curry. That's her guy right now. She she loves Steph Curry's game. And, and and she was just blown away. She was like, you know, we, we're sitting there saying, you know, John, you know, Patrick Ewing, David Robinson, the Dream, who's my favorite big man. She said, I mean, he's, you know, I'm critical of, of some of the younger players, but this guy, he's, he's got everything, you know. And, and sometimes, you know, my, my mom knows as much basketball as some of these guys who get paid to talk about it on the airwaves. I, and, I'm, yeah. and I'm not BSing either. I just, you know, when, when you hear some of the things that come out of their mouths, you know, <laughs> she knows as much as some of them. So, um, yeah, I um, she she, she loved it, man. I, I haven't seen my mom that happy watching this sport in a minute. In a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing right there. Uh, the one thing you said, people being happy about it. Your mom knows basketball. Um, I mean, she knows Will. And, and and I think that's the most important thing because someone like that can put it in perspective. Right. This is a lot of people out there. Like, you know, every time Joel Embiid does something, I don't know if, if you get it, but I get it from people saying, look, bro, um, it's great that Joel Embiid did this, but he ain't nowhere close to Wilt. Now I'm not trying yeah. to compare him to Wilt at all. Like I get it. Like, you know, Wilt, scored 70 several times above 70 several times but the one thing is that you know we haven't seen someone do stuff like this in years and you know the thing is you know we look at Joel Embiid and you talk about how big he is 72 uh to listed 280 I think is Mm -hmm. closer to 300 and I'm not saying he's fat I'm just saying he's a big he's 72 we big dude yeah right so the thing is with that being said the stuff that he does is guard-like. I mean, yeah. his mid-range jumpers are like layups and dunks, it's right? Sick. His it's dunks sick. are forceful. Um, the funny thing about last night is that was the first time that he went up against somebody that was bigger than him. And, like, if initially you saw how Wimby's height forced him to yep. alter his shot yep. and do certain things, yep. guess what happened? He was strong. He got to the foul line. He was able to bump Wimby. He was able to do all types of things. That showed a lot, man, because the average guy didn't do it. And now we look at it, and I'll be honest, there was a time when players like Shaq and all and Barkley, 
they were extremely critical of MB. Yeah. Because why? Because MB's game is different. Right. MB didn't want to be the traditional center that just on the block turns around and boom, or like right. does some other things. Right. Now we're praising him for being himself. And yeah. what he did yesterday, now granted, is let, let's keep it real. Some people are going to say, look, man, that was the Spurs. It was a eight and thirty-five team Spurs. It's tra- traveling. It's a traveling clown show. A traveling clown show. Yeah, traveling clown show. But for this guy to score twenty-four points in the first quarter yeah. and come back with twenty-five in the third, I mean, we talking about forty-nine points over two quarters, yeah. right? And yeah. for him to do exactly what he did, the way he did it, and right. like you said, he was still looking to get teammates involved. Yeah, I mean. It yeah. says a lot, man. It, yeah. it says a lot about his performance. I mean, yeah. more power to him, more power to him. Because the, the crazy thing is he can beat the double team up top. He can beat the double team down low, which is amazing to me. But he's looking, you know, a few of those mishandled passes he threw to, to wide open sixes. He could have had a few more assists, you know. And it's it's, it's interesting. Uh, he was being interest, in, interviewed post-game last night, and somebody mentioned to him, well, you know, Joel, and it shows his respect for history. Uh, I think it was Kay Scott. She said, Joel, you know, you have um, only you and Michael Jordan. You're the only players in league history to ever have a, a, I think it was a 65, 18, and 5 line. And he looked at her and said, oh, you mean Wilt didn't do that? You know, and I was like, wow. So he, you know, he, it's, 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 Wilt resonates with us, but also he resonates with some of these young guys, man. You know, the numbers that, that Wilt put up. Um but yeah, he, he did everything in the flow of the game. Uh, I loved it, you know. I, I saw, and I know you noticed it a few times. One time, he caught the ball in the paint, and you know, the spirit of Shaq took over, and he was like, you know, listen, Wemby, let me give you this elbow, which I know you won't recover from, and the rest won't call. And he cleared, he cleared him out completely, cleared him out from under the basket, and went for an easy bucket to basket. The stuff we've been begging him to do, the stuff that we are going to demand that he do when they play Porzingis lightweight behind, you know? So, um, yeah, it's, 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 what couldn't he do last night? The mid, the mid range thing is sick. The mid range thing is absolutely sick. He's not, he's not stepping out for those threes, but if he were to do it, I, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've watched him play and say, no, don't do that. And oh, I was wrong. Um, but yes, it's all, it's all come together for him, man. It's all come together for him. And yes, it was a, the traveling clown show. Um, but they do have a player who, let me just be quite honest, when the future, the league is going to be his in the future. But right now it's Joel's. Yeah, exactly right. Right now it's Joel's. And, you know, Joel's that dude. And um, he, he he showed Wemby like, bro, it ain't your time just yep. yet. It might be in a little bit, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the present right now. Right. It's, right. It's chill. But look, man, we got to get some game action. Um, when we get back, uh, we want to talk. I mean, like, yes, it was the Joel and B show, but this was the Sixers' sixth victory in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're a half a game behind the Milwaukee Bucks for second place in the Eastern Conference standings. So we'll, we'll talk more about the team in this second segment. But right now, I want to talk to y'all about FanDuel. The N- NFL season is wrapping up but there's still time to get into the action with FanDuel America's number one sportsbook right now new customers get 150 
dollars in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet that's 150 bucks in bonus bets win or lose the app is so easy to use there are so many different ways to bet like live same day parlay find bets in the new explorer tab make a parlay in the parlay hub the best way to find popular parlays and more so visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to make your first better layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. LockedOn has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. LockedOn Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day, with the local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Well, Mitch, when we talk about the game, a lot of it was Joel Embiid, and we know that he scored 70 points. He scored more than half of his team's points. They scored 133. But there were certain things that really stood out to me. Like, for instance, the Sixers had 28 assists to four turnovers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful. Yeah. As a team, now, now, Joel, now Joel had nine of them. But the Sixers had 19. Um, they, you know, they, they had 19 offensive rebounds, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they, they had 48 rebounds. They won that one. I mean, the thing is, it just looked like um, the guys were trying to get Joel involved, but at the same time, you know, you you have to be pleased with the performance overall because, let's face it, uh, Robert Cummington is still out. Mo Bamba didn't play. Patrick Budley is still out. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, Marcus Morris. Yeah, Marcus Morris. They're saying he'll be back hopefully the next game. Mm-hmm. And 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 then DeAnthony Melton, but you know guys like KJ Martin came in and, and stepped up. A guy who probably won't be here past the trade deadline. I like you know, him. Uh, I like Paul, him. You like, like him? Like his athleticism. Yeah. Man. Oh man, it's on fire. Paul Reed. Paul Reed had six points. You know, uh, eight rebounds, five offensive. Just, I mean, your thoughts on the overall win and the fact that they. Got a six-game winning streak. Yeah, well, you know, yesterday we were talking about, um, you know, how sometimes when you play that that final, because it's, it's almost like they're still out on a road trip, you know, because they just came off the road trip, you know, uh, and, and now they're getting ready to go back out with some really serious competition at the, at the front end of the road trip. Uh, but like you, you just rattled off the names they don't have, you know, all those players, and, you know, they, they, they're on a six-game winning streak. Um, I think that the first uh, winning that streak uh, that streak came without Joel in the lineup, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. You know, so um, you know this team. You know, kudos and shout outs to Nick Nurse, man, because he has. You know, the team has a synchronicity that they never achieved last season. Uh, they're they're playing on a rope. They're playing on a string. Um, they're beating the teams they're supposed to beat. Uh, they're, they're, they're getting wins when they're, when they're shorthanded. Um, and you can never discount that. Um, so, 
you know, and again, just looking at the game last night, you know, all the assists, all the ball movement and, you know, cutting down the turnovers, Joel going to the offensive glass. There have been some questions about their rebounding lately. Uh, and if that might crop, that might pop up again when they do get to the inevitable postseason. Um, so I, I think they're playing well. You know, they, um, you know, we'll get a chance to see them hit the road and get some stiff tests. Uh, but, you know, and, and not to place too much on the 70 point effort. It's, it's hard. It's the elephant in the room today. But the reality of it is. Um, this stuff has got to translate to the postseason. You know, I can't tell you how many people I talked to uh, last night, at least two, and and, and they, they, they're naysayers. They they love Embiid's game, but they say, "Listen, man, we haven't gotten past the second round until since 2001. It's time for that to happen. It's one thing to put up 70 in January against a traveling clown show." It's another thing to do it against Boston, say Milwaukee, Miami, whoever, you know, when the grass starts to turn green, the flowers are coming up. Well, nowadays the flowers come up in late February because of a global warming situation. That's a different story. So, um, you know, but, but, but I like the way they're playing, you know, they're, they're efficient. It's it's hard. This, the way they're playing right now, they're playing good basketball. They're scoring the basketball. They they win ugly games like they did. uh, I think it was against Charlotte the other night. Um, They are. I mean, I I know. I don't mean to cut you off, bro. But my thing is, I you know, I sometimes say, hey, it's good to win those games. It is, of course. Mm-hmm. It's better than a loss. But I didn't like they, the way they played at all in that one. Yeah. I just felt like they was doing a little bit too much hero ball. That's yeah. Just, but I'll let you continue. Sorry. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, as they, as they can, and I hear you. I hear you. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, that was an ugly game. Um, but, you know, it's, it's good to get these six – in a row and now go out on a road where you're going to get, you're going to get some good tests early on. Um, and, and, you know, things can happen on the West coast, you know, you know, it's the West coast. It's a trip. You play in the three, t- three time zones removed, you know, when they go out there against Utah, Golden State. So, um, but, you know, particularly, you know, this kind of washes away for a lot of Philadelphia sports fans, the horrible taste of uncooked peas that the football team left in their mouths. You know, uh, <laughs> you, you know that they were, which which looks like a clown show, but I digress right now. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to uh, the rest of this season. What Joel and B will continue to display, and and the possibility of maybe adding a player because you, do, do you want to waste? Do you want to waste the level of play which we haven't seen in years? Yeah, we'll talk more about that in the next segment because yeah, we got because that that's the main thing. But here's the thing, Mitch, this upcoming trip. So they won, they won six in a row. Mm-hmm. Now, the one thing that I want to say about the upcoming trip is that we're really going to find out how good this team is on the road. And 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 the reason why I'm saying that is we thought that this road trip, we thought that the road trip when they had a Christmas trip when they went to Miami, then um, Orlando, and then Houston. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? We, we, we thought that that in Chicago, we thought that was going to tell us a lot. But but Nick Patoom only played in the final game. Right. Joel Embiid missed the whole trip. Now, granted, I'm looking at this trip, 
And, you know, they start off at Indiana, a good team. Mm-hmm. Denver, you know, that's going to be lit, right? And then they have a back-to-back with Portland and uh, the Golden State Warriors. And then they conclude the trip at Utah. So mm-hmm. we're looking at it like it's top-heavy in the front. And then the other ones should should be, you know, they should win. Right. But the thing is, we're talking about a back-to-back. You never know what can happen. Yeah. You never know. And then, you know, Steph is going to be motivated. The other guys are going to be motivated. Golden State, I hate to say it, call them a trap game, but it could be a trap game, right? Because they're good. Just because they're good. Right. But I want to see. We're going to learn a lot about the Sixers against Indiana, and we're going to learn a lot about them against Denver on the road. A mm-hmm. lot about Joel now. The one thing is it's going to be the first time – that Joel and B played in Denver since 2000, excuse me, 2019. So we're going to learn a lot pull about the oxygen. Pull out the oxygen. Hmm? Pull out the oxygen mask. Yeah, man. Pull out, <laughs> you know, better get that hyperbaric chamber for the brother when he, when he out there. Do all that, right? So, 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 so we'll, so we'll see. So that's a lot. But look, when we get back, we got to talk about the importance of, you know, possibly seeing if they can make a move, right? Yeah. Like um, we, we see what what Daryl Morey can do, because you know you never know. Like you said, this is a a great opportunity for the Sixers, and do you really want to waste it? I, yeah. I don't think they do, right? Yeah. So we'll talk about that. But right now, I want to talk to y'all about PrizePick. PrizePick is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. We are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than two or six player stat projections to watch the winnings roll in. Now, with the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from our special league, a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from a different sport or lead. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three-pointers made plus receptions. Want to play alongside some of PrizePick's favorite players like rapper Meek Mill or comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries for some of the biggest names in the PrizePick's community each week, right? So this is what y'all got to do. Go to prizepicks.com backslash locked on and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. It is highly incredible courage to do this i'm telling y'all if y'all want to make that money do what you gotta do i'm encouraging it do it today people definitely i'm telling you do it today locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on youtube locked on sports today is here for you 24 7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever 
National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, Mitch, you think, I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm going to put words in your mouth. You think that this is the way Joel is playing right now. Mm-hmm. They can't afford to they can't afford to waste this time. With that being said, you think they need to go out there and get another player? I'm just asking. Yeah. I, okay. You no, know, they are at an inflection point. You you have Embiid, but you've seen this before from not this, but you've seen great play from him before. Um, they have excellent chemistry right now. Uh, and, and, and yes, we all get excited about the trade deadline. We've seen uh, Indy get better. We've seen the Knicks get better. Uh, but with 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 the 76 situation where they have cap flexibility, they, they, they have roster flexibility, um, I, I, I'm tamping that down. The guy I would like to see them bring in here is still DeJounte Murray. I would love to see him brought in here. Um, I think Caruso would be a guy, you know, a guy who can hit the three, a guy who can play defense. You know, I'm I'm backing away from the Levins of the world, um, uh, but 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 I also know that Nick Nurse, the guy who said, "Listen, I won a championship before." Uh, you know, we had the right pieces in Toronto, and he's. I know when when his office door closed, when he goes off the record with you guys. He's probably like, man, look at this. Look how this guy's playing. You know, it's if if, if you add one more pin, I'm putting words in his mouth and I'm just thinking out loud. But but if, if you put the right piece, um, if everybody is healthy, you know, we always talk about move to bias. But do you really want to, you know, the way to bias is, is a very, very, very good three this year. You know, um, you know what I say? Go out and go out and add Andre Drummond type if you can extract him from chicago i'm, I'm kind of high on guys like that guys who you're not going to have to sit there and revamp your offense um you know get kelly Oubre's game to continue to rise I, I like seeing him playing defense against guards now you know giving them more length so you know but the, again it goes back to you know you have a generation i mean when we say generational player this guy we, this this guy's at a level above wherever alan iverson played you know what i mean um, which is saying a lot, and I know in Philly it can be. You said sad. a level above. Yeah, he's playing. He, yeah, he's. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was covering the league when uh, you know when when AI. Yeah, that says a lot. Yo, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, and here's the re- I'm like, and and I the reason why I'm saying that I'm not. Be, I mean, I'm. You know what? It's funny. There was a player in the locker room. Mm-hmm. It's just locker room. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name the player. Mm-hmm. But he told me that Embiid was better than AI. Mm, so I'm so, well, so yeah. So so so, so now get this. So he said Keith, he better than him. And I yeah. Like, yeah. And he says, uh, let's just hold off right now. Yeah. I don't want to put that's it not out. On the, that's people not on the record, Keith. <laughs> people gonna think I'm crazy. That's why I'm not saying yeah. who the guy is, right? Yeah. He said, yeah. but people gonna think I'm crazy. And I was like. Dude, better than AI? And he yeah. was like, I'm telling you, Keith, this dude is special. I've yeah. never seen anyone play like Embiid. Yeah. And I'm like, 
So I said, better than AI, <laughs> right? I kept yeah. saying it. Yeah. And he says, all right, let's not put that out there just yet. <laughs> let's not put it out there just yet. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so my thing is for you to say that, mm-hmm. and you covered the league for a while, and you all these other people, I yeah. mean, you know, I'm it's like, it, 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 it's like, you know, yeah. okay. Yeah, I mean, I said course out about 1,500 games, Keith. You know, playoffs caught the cut the end of the MJ era. Covered him in Washington when he was when he was Floor Jordan. Um, <laughs> he went Air Jordan. He was Floor Jordan by that time. And and I have to be quite honest, man. I mean, you know, as old as as, as an old timer, we have a hard time yielding to the present. But man, if you if you know basketball, you know what you're looking at. You know what you're looking at. You know, and, and again. If we had the if we had a table full, they would say, "Yeah, but this is January and that was San Antonio." And I would say, "You're absolutely right." And the last thing I want to see Joel Embiid be is a player who is a two-time MVP and the only two-time MVP to never reach the finals, never play for a championship. So, yeah. It's, so, but but this roster just looks. Is a fool's goal? It's a fool's goal because we know we we see him limping into April and May, and you can never discard that with this team. As great as he was last night, you can never discard that. Yeah, I mean, I like the roster. It, the problem is with the roster, we 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 never had like an extended period of time to see what they can do. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? Because everybody's getting hurt. Like Cub and 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 D Melt been out for a minute. People don't realize. Statistically, they're two yeah. of the best defenders yeah. in yeah. the league, yeah. and and they the, the brothers been hurt both yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batum, like he plays a little bit, and then next thing you know, he's out. Right. You know, so it's it's like it's a deep squad, but you're right. They probably do need another a ball handler, a guy that I think that they could go after could be Malcolm Brogdon. But the problem mm. with that is Portland is going to try to get going to try to win the deal. Right. Yeah. So it is what it is, but you, you, you're raising a great point. But look, y'all, we don't want to be too long winded here. They have you guys saying, yo, they just blah, 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 blah. So we want to thank y'all for listening. We really do. We want y'all to have a blessed day. We want y'all to know you can get this podcast, whatever you get your podcast at, free and available. Right. You just do that. But again, thanks for listening. And we will hope y'all have a blessed day. Peace. Have a good one, y'all.